Welcome to another episode of Market Overdrive. I am your host, Carla Mina, with Compass. Can I say that? Is that allowed? Yes. Still sounds weird. So how are you, Joel? Hey, we're doing good. Uh, it's so good to be back. When we do the Market Overdrive show, it's all about giving back. Isn't it great? And with me also, my co-host, wearing pink, lovely color, my favorite. Mm-hmm. How are you, Nick? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, good. Are we fighting on the show? Nope, never. Not today? Not today. Awesome. So would you like to introduce our superstar? I'm going to let realtor? Joe do it. Oh, okay. It's Joe's guest. Let's, get, let's, hey. let's let Joey do it. All right. So... Like I'm talking about, when we do Market Overdrive in 2019, the whole idea is tune in and elevate your real estate IQ. And so today I have Asani Steele from the Steele Consulting Group. And what we're going to be talking about is all the ways that he is doing it different. Guys, there's so many agents, right? And if you could actually do something to differentiate yourself in this market, uh, you're going to close more business. So, Asani, how are you today? Excellent. Good. Tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing right now to get more business. Uh, We're we're basically focusing on our passion. I'm here with my team. Uh, They're in the background here. But uh, but yes, I do have a group. We we just focus on being market leaders. Uh, You know, we primarily serve all over Chicago, but uh, we do specialize in emerging neighborhoods. So we just focus on creating new product, listening to what buyers want. And trying to be creative uh, when we come across opportunities to make sure that they're developed and they're pursued to the highest and best use. And that's what we focus on. And we're seeing you everywhere. I mean, literally, when you go into certain pockets of Chicago, we're seeing your name. So tell us a little bit about how you're doing this and what areas that you're seeing. Some of these prices that you're getting in certain neighborhoods. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so... um, <clears throat> from uh, I, I went to I went to real estate school at Coldwell Banker, but I had ended up uh, working with At Properties for uh, maybe like five years of my career, and then I went on to Remax. But at every brokerage, I just uh, made sure to um, just make lasting impressions with my peers and try to help and uh, mentor and coach as much as possible. But you know, basically, what we do, uh, you know, like you said, is we're market makers. Mm-hmm. So we'll take dilapidated old properties. Uh, we do more than just uh, market and sell them. We actually figure out, uh, you know, how to develop them. So we do have, I, I have a computer engineering degree, but uh, I am an engineer at heart, but we go in and we also sell consulting services to our clients. So as part of uh, getting the, the listing, we also bring them the opportunity and then help them figure out like what to do with it. So it helped, it, it, it really gives us an advantage in terms of, uh, you know, getting, you know, new product and having a variety of opportunities uh, you know, as they come about. Give us an example. I mean, buy and sell is the most common thing of a realtor's job description, right? You're saying consulting services. Mm-hmm. Like, dig a little deeper in that. You just kind of threw it. You said it quickly, and you didn't elaborate. <laughs> Give a, get, go a little deeper. What do you mean by consulting services? I buy a house. You're saying what to do with it. Yeah, so uh, some people have a natural passion for real estate, and, you know, sometimes you'll get a phone call, and someone just wants to make some money. So, uh, you know, depending on someone's experience, we work from, you know, we work with investors anywhere from like seasoned professionals, you know, career professionals to people that may want to dive in, jump into real estate and, uh, and just have an interest. You know, so what we do, you've got the entire package. Uh, if someone wants to uh, new, do a new development or even if someone wants to have a house built, you know, things like that, we leverage our network. We've been in business for almost 20 years. Uh, and just give them the recipe. So, uh, you know, might be a two flat might come up uh, for X amount of dollars. 
and maybe the uh, <laughs> highest sale in the neighborhood at the time for two flats might be 400000 uh, we will take that multi-unit and consider changing its use so we could make it into a single-family home. Uh, that single-family home might be sold for maybe around six or 700 So um, normally when there's not enough room in a deal, and room meaning like profit, you know, when you look at a property, you have to take into consideration that you do want to pull full plans and permits. You want to make sure that, you know, you're rehabbing this thing and, you know, you're going to sell it to a retail buyer that's going to spend their hard-earned money. But you want to make sure that when you remodel it, uh, that the property actually gets, you know, a large part of the, you know, investment and there's still, you know, profit left over. So we'll tend, you know, to do deals like that, you know, where initially they may not make sense on the surface. But, you know, if you change its use, then uh, you can have a successful project. What if I just had my heart strung on a single-family home, and there's plenty of single-family homes in the area that you service, because it seems like you really focus in on a certain part of Chicago, and you do really well. Mm-hmm. You've mastered that radius of whatever it might be, a quarter mile or two miles or however deep it is. Um, what if I just really want to buy a single-family home? There's nothing there. Would you be able to help us buy the land and yes. just do something from startup? That's yes. a scary process for it somebody is. who wants new construction. Yeah, so um, there's, you know, developing uh, is, it can be tricky because there are certain guidelines to and rules, zoning, uh, that set up with the city where, you know, you could take a lot and it might, you know, not even be buildable. You know, right. it could have been attached to the property next door and then someone might have sold off that property and then, you know, this lot pops up and you don't have much experience, you buy it and then you go in for permits and six months later you find out that, sorry, you know, the, the uh, Florida area ratio has already been calculated for the building next door. So uh, usually every seasoned investor or developer has had one or two purchases like that. So we try to, you know, help people to avoid a lot of those pitfalls. And I know that, Nick, you're talking more about the end user, which is like a single family, like you said, Hassani, like a retail buyer. Um, I think you're being really humble about who you are and the kind of changes that you made to the community, specifically in the South Side. I know that it, six years ago, before there was like Big Bang or there was a lack of inventory, you were actually rehabbing and refurbishing, actually building new construction in these areas. Can you tell our audience, because there may be someone who is starting, so like this novice investor who has big dreams about doing what you're doing for your clients, how does one start and because there's a lack of inventory right now you actually created a market back in the days when there weren't any sales how do we do that now when there is a lack of inventory but there may be an opportunity area uh, for a young investor well um, number one I have a saying my team's probably like tired of me saying this but seek understanding number one Uh, in coaching and mentoring others you try to find easy uh, to remember slogans or just ways of of doing business uh, and just keep it simple. Uh, But number one is seek understanding. So when we were going through the downturn, um, a lot of people, they're going to look for sales comps. They're going to look for examples of somebody that's done it before you. And you have to consistently set that example. And as you do that over and over again, I don't want to say it becomes easier, but there's a momentum that gets started. You do have to be conscious of every transaction that you do, making sure that you're consistent because the buyers that purchase from you want to know that, okay, if you list this home, you're going to get your asking price. And we consistently do that. 
Uh, we negotiate on all deals, but we're very conscious of when we do a condo development, making sure that you know we the people that purchase from us they're protected, and we're not going to go and just sell off the last property at whatever price. You know, but basically, you know what um, you know we've done is just really tried to focus on the buyer and thinking about who our target market is. If an investor or if a client wants to purchase a home. Uh, the type of people that we sell to are ones that are going to, you know, primary residents that are going to live in the property, but they're probably going to pay a bit more attention to the detail, uh, you know, in the home. They're I love gonna, that you say yeah. details. Sorry for interrupting you, but going back to mm. that question that I asked about going back, what, nine years where no one was selling anything and you were bringing in products that were like 500,000, kind of Lincoln Park quality mm-hmm. per se in High Park. And we right. were looking at it like, wait, how is he going to comp out on this? So right. how are you able to convince an appraiser? Um, when there aren't any back history or any like you know past sales, so um, we do everything short of actually writing that appraisal. Uh, and with the help of my team, uh, Felicia's sitting over there. She's probably uh, she's like I'm later. the appraiser actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Um, so she does all of our appraisal packets. We meet as a team, and uh, there are rules and guidelines. It's important that. Uh, you know those, and you can go outside of the mile radius if you if you can't find a comp uh, within that area. And then also you can use comps that are beyond a uh, particular time frame. So we really know those rules really well. And a lot of the appraisers, uh, they've seen us do this over and over, uh, and they ultimately do give an opinion. I mean, it's their opinion. Right. So when we uh, sell properties, we make sure that we gather all the backup offers. If somebody wants to place an offer on our property, we'll still ask them to send it, even if maybe somebody else has made an offer, we'll call for highest and best. And it's important for us to get our hands on that because as an appraiser, uh, if you have multiple offers, you know we'll put those multiple offers in the packet and we'll show them that uh, based on the market demand that, you know, like this, yeah. this is what we this property is worth. Yeah. We didn't get one blind fish. We had a bunch of people looking for this place. <laughs> blind exactly. fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's, it's like it, the appraiser, if they think it's overpriced, like, well, you got lucky. There's always some like somebody that wants to just overpay something, but you back it up with four or five different Right. They want to contest it for whatever reason. But if you do have backup offers and some will take it, I mean, some appraisers won't take your package with uh, with those. But it's good that you're giving that information, because if somebody's out there selling a property and they know that they're the higher price uh, property in the market Mm -hmm. based on the last three months or nine months of sales comps, it's good that you, you know, you're saying this and giving this advice because you can request that from your realtor to do the same. Jill. I like that he has the details. So many agents throw it up against the wall and wonder what's going to happen, what's different. And the reason I'm so excited that Asana is here today is that you can tell that he has the expertise and the knowledge, not just to put it on the market and hope it works. He's partnered with people to make sure that it's going to happen. And he delivers a great product. Right. He has so many transactions that he's not even telling us about. All of these deals that he's done, one leads to the next. Right. And he really knows what he's doing. Yeah, take this as a compliment. You are a market nerd. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, that's <laughs> a good thing. That's a really good thing. You guys really make he, me feel. He knows. Yeah. I got to come here more often. Well, not, listen, <laughs> listen to you talk. You sound like you're like, all right, this is my pocket of Chicago. I, I dictate it. the market. I 
tell you what it's worth, yeah. and that's it. Welcome to Steel Country. And oh. Yeah, exactly. Don't come in my neighborhood talking about comps because I Comp make them. Uh, <laughs> appraiser? We, my appraiser? No, no. No, but it's truthfully, right I like that you started with what makes you different as a mm -hmm. broker, right? And I think that there's so many new industry people. People are coming into real estate because real estate is hot. It's so easy to transact. You put a property in the market right now. There seems to still be bidding wars, and you know there's high demand. But when you're able to survive it up and down a recession market and actually create a market for yourself, I think that's you know that's something that we definitely commend on the show. And obviously, you speak because you know. It comes from knowledge. But um, when it comes to, you said, also producing a good product. Yes. And like I said, you brought in a very high-end product in a per se distress. I mean, you were in Bronzeville, too. I mean, this, mm -hmm. at, the, at that time, right? We're not saying today. But how were you able to vision that, that there was going to be a market for that type of product? And how do you go about advising your, your developers on what kind of products and not to overspend in the area? Yeah, overspend. That's something that people are definitely concerned about. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a sales process that starts with the initial investor because they have a lot of the same fears as the end, end user, end buyer. Um, we look at, <clears throat> I don't just specialize in one area. I make sure that I'm briefed on just a lot like world news, uh, political, um, and then Chicago land, because then you can understand, like we do deals everywhere. We're we're known for uh, being market makers in general, a lot of emerging areas, uh, but we we still do transactions like in Lincoln Park, you know, Gold Coast, you know, all over. And then we also serve Bronzeville, Humble Park and South Shore, Woodlawn and a lot of these other ones. But um, one of the things that we do is just we make sure that we know what's going on in other areas. And then we can go to places like the South Loop that has a lot of inventory, uh, you know, during the last downturn, the architects, and I'm generalizing, uh, weren't challenged as much as they were creating a lot of the mid-rise and high-rise product because, and I remember, um, you know, back in the early 2000s, the, the developers were able to pre-sell majority of their uh, new construction and then people would flip those contracts. Right. And, you know, dens went from like 10 by 10 to 8 by 9 to 7 by 6, and they got smaller and smaller. <laughs> and um, they kind of got away with it because a lot of the investors were buying them on paper. Well, now we capitalize on a lot of that because the South Loop, uh, and again, I'm generalizing, um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of concrete loss. Uh, a lot of two-bedroom dens that's been turned to three bedrooms. You go in there, you're wondering, what? How are you going to fit this furniture in here? What do you? Wait, what were they thinking? And, they needed more bedrooms. You know, it's, it's like, it, basically, it was just like, okay, someone was sitting like an office somewhere, like, okay, we need an extra, you know, x amount of revenue. Okay, let's go ahead and squeeze some more of these bedrooms in here, and let's, you know, let's see what we can get. But the investors, which weren't really like market professionals, were, were buying these places and they were flipping the contracts when the, the uh, properties would come uh, for delivery. So the South Loop has a lot of that inventory. Uh, much of it has been absorbed through like, you know, uh, the investor market, like some people would go and buy condos. During the downturn, there were sell-offs. But now um, the renters that you know, are paying a premium are saying, okay, I, I don't want necessarily Frigidaire appliances and floating hardwood floors and... I don't want like every bedroom to have borrowed light like a loft. I do value my views. I do want views. I do want to live, um, you know, close to the lake, you know, and the South Side has um, so much more to offer than, you know, the existing brand, you know, today it's improving. But so what we do is we, you know, we'll, we'll say, OK, how can we target 
the South Loopers that do have a sense, that, that do want, like, you know, real hardwood floors, maybe a bit more square footage, they still want to have a view. Southside offers great views. Yeah, uh, pretty much every building, if you go to the roof, you can see the skyline. And if you stay east of King, you can get a glimpse of the lake. I want to negate that. The only concern that I have about that market and that the area is the high assessments and the the age of the buildings. It makes it for not affordable for a lot of people because we can come up north and still get the location proximity to the lake and also the views. But then you don't have these old buildings and and that have like a thousand dollars in assessments and some of them are co-ops, aren't they? A lot of the ones in Hyatt Park are co-ops. But what we do, we'll take those people as well. We're we're like we'll go between maybe thirty first and. Maybe 66, but um, I'd say 31st to like 47th Street. I'm writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a building going up right now at 4625 South Lake Park. And uh, no old co-ops or no uh, high-rise in that area. It, yeah. Isn't that the old co-op? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, they, it'll start like in the, from like 47th Street to like 55th, you know, the high park proper. Yeah. It's pretty much landlocked. So it's hard to find land over there. So we're we're developing in around those areas, uh, just north and then south. So um, yeah, you could find a co-op. There's one that we're going to list actually a resale, you know, three fifty. But then you got to pay fifteen hundred assessments. So those people are looking for alternatives, and they'll go to single family. They'll go to a condo that has you know Sonny's giving out his business plan I'm on it (laughs) it's enough out there for everybody right that's right sharing is caring Mm -hmm. I love it well thank you so much for coming on our show I know you're super busy is there any special person you'd like to give out a shout out I know you're a great family man oh wow lay up (laughs) well okay so I got like five seconds so I'm gonna give a shout out to my lovely (laughs) to my team I love you no make it personal Mitchell Steele she does a lot of hard work on the south side at University of Chicago taking care of Sick babies. She's an ICU doctor, Ooh. and then my team that's that's uh, sitting here. We got Christian, Mark, and Felicia. I uh, couldn't do it without you guys. And yeah, so We're gonna make a song. Again, out of that. thanks for having me. I well, before it. you go, you got to tell us how we get a hold of you. Give us an email address. Give us a phone number. Give us something. All right. So whatasteel.com is the best way. It's got my number on there. It's got the email. Uh, you might see a postcard with just called Joel on there. If you flip it over, we might be on the back. That's right. We'll see, so. What? Co-branding? But, uh, <laughs> I love it. No, he's making fun of but, it. Uh, but yeah, so it's what is steel, W-H-A-T-A-S-T-E-E-L-E. And you can just go out there and you can see a lot of the product that we have. We'll put stuff out there before it hits the MLS uh, as it's under construction. Cool. Love Christian. it. Yeah, so, <laughs> Holding uh, accountable, Christian. Rules. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I love it. What a steal. And Joel, you have some great news. Maybe a raffle or something that you're giving away. Oh, yes. The Tell Cubs are back about- in town. It's opening day week. So, the giveaway. So, it's all about doing something to get more viewers and listeners. So, what we're going to be doing is a Cubs giveaway. So, it's two tickets next week. Tune in. You're going to get an announcement for the winner. And how do you enter? Literally look below. If you make a comment on the Facebook page, uh, why you should win the tickets or copy a friend that would like the show. We're going to be doing a random winner next week. And there are two Cubs tickets right off the field for a game on May 2nd. I love it. And I think he wanted to do that, Nick, because I'm not going to be here next week. And Mm -hmm. so now everybody has to tune in to watch Joel. Because, you know, they tune in to watch me, but okay. Ratings are going to skyrocket <laughs> while she is gone next week. 
We're going to miss you. You guys are going to be good, right? <laughs> we will be better. <laughs> this is a nice rotation. It. Notice like we, elimination of weakness and increase of strength. We just go this way. Boop, goes the little grape. And we are solid. Did you just call me a grape? I can't stand him. I love you, Joel. Thank you so much for sharing your tickets with us. I'm like always jealous of all the pictures that you and your wifey are posting. I mean, if they're not on vacation, they're, you know, like they're at the Cubs game and no one gets Carla and invite Nick. What's up with that? Um, yeah, I don't blame them. <laughs> Guys, we'll be back you, next week and it'll be a great show together. But the idea here is tune in and actually learn something. And that's why we were so excited to have the guests that we have this week and each and every single week when you tune into Market Overdrive. Love you, Joel. You're amazing. <laughs> Nick, if you had tickets, would you give me two tickets? Um, How about yeah. I post I on the I've website? I think i plenty of Bulls tickets. I know. I just... Yeah, you've consumed like, Bulls tickets over Bulls tickets over Bulls <laughs> tickets. <laughs> but you so, know yeah. what? I'm not a Cub fan, so I don't have season tickets to the Cubs. I have season tickets what? to the Bulls. So you're going to do giveaways, too, so you can increase the audience. Uh, we, we've always, gone, we've no always given in. away both I'm not going to be here next week, you guys, so don't tune in. <gasps> Should we boycott wow, Nick? Did you just really say that to your... <laughs> well, okay, well, we clearly see who's in it for the only themselves. <laughs> I wow. love it. But I'm not here I'm for not myself. I'm not going to be here next week, so don't tune in. <laughs> Holy cow. I'm going to take all of May off, everyone. Do not take off all of mm, May. Okay, see how that works out. So guess who's back in the room? A superstar that's it's been here before. It's been a while. It's, it's been a been long a time. Yeah, it's been a no, while. I was here last week. What are you talking oh, about? Hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> grape and nuts. Grape nuts. Sheena Omatola. Sheena Omatola is our real guest. Hey. We are hey happy guys. to have you here. It's been about four years. I know. It's I crazy. Think when last time you were on a show, you were just about to open up your real estate office. Yeah. Skyward is Wait, the name. Wait, four Realty. years? It's been four years. Been four years. Yeah. Skyward wow. Realty. Nick so remembers anniversaries. Did you bring her something? Um, uh, it's not an anniversary. Anniversary <laughs> back. She was here four she? years ago. It's good to have you back. Well, thank you. Thanks Different for having setting. me back. Yeah. How are things? It's busy. Things it's are good. Busy. Things are great. And since it's been so long, you're gonna have to give the audience a little bit of background on yourself and refresh all that. Okay. Let's see where do I start? Um, been in real estate for ten years. Decided to do my own business, uh, my own brokerage called Skyward Realty. Our logo is the Phoenix, so it's going up, right? Because we are um, our slogan is your dream home specialist, okay. and I have that trademark, so don't even think about trying to steal that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and our focus is residential, and we're in the western suburbs. We focus in the western suburbs, and it's just been extremely busy because we are focused on helping um, young professionals, people upside up. Grading, downgrading, empty nesters, all that stuff. And um, we launched a website called Chicago Houses Online, which is a direct feed. We um, only show active listings, so people can go in there, and then once it's under contract, it's pulled. So it's a nice, safe place for people to search for um, properties in Chicago and the suburbs, because that's like, kind of like the natural flow I've been seeing as mm-hmm. people come out to the suburbs, they have kids, um, or they want to just have more room, and then they come back downtown because they want the entertainment, the lifestyle. And then about, mm, I want to say two years ago, we found a hidden secret. Yes, tell us about that's that secret. That's what we're here. That's about. Secret. I'm about to expose the secret. <laughs> Touch a little bit about that secret. Northwest um, Indiana. It's Hot! I can't even tell you how hot it Look is. Look at his face. Yeah. Look at his face. I'm already like, <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm not even. Right here. I'm going to believe you because you know what you're talking about. Boy, but this conversation <laughs> is like, I've heard this too. Mm-hmm. Um, not 
maybe not in the same area, but the one that I keep hearing younger people discuss is Crown Point. Crown Point yeah. is so and on fire. So I've it's heard not that, even funny. and I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. This is your segment, so like you tell us because I, <laughs> I I'll tell you what I heard, but I want to hear what you see. What I more see, yeah, yeah. So I personally moved there from the western suburbs about two years ago to Crown Point. We're on the border of St. John and Crown Point, so I'm like less than five. On minutes. What street? What's your address? <laughs> Don't you worry. About ah! it. <laughs> exactly. You'll Keep track later. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. So um, just within the two years, we've already had eight new subdivisions, two schools built and overcrowded already malls coming businesses are just popping up giordano's opened their first northwest indiana location two years ago consistent so it's officially rate. a chicago suburb now oh, giordano's it is. Is there. I'm, I'm branding it as chicago's hottest and newest suburb i love it it's and great so you're t- you're seeing a lot of residential it's all residential and i think it families. wasn't driven because of the property taxes and all property that property taxes yeah. indiana for first First and foremost, it's a strong state. They've yeah. been fiscally strong for years. Um, but they capped their property taxes at 1%. Yeah. So you're looking at a house at 360000 Your property taxes are probably 2700 for the year. That's awesome. And I know that a lot of people are not going to say, I'm going to move to Indiana because you have a lifestyle in Chicago. But I think it's a great opportunity for investors, right? As we're, as I met with the uh, um, a tax you know, someone who appeals taxes, mm-hmm. a tax appeal person today, attorney. Sorry, I can't speak. But... They're saying that there's going to be a huge increase in property taxes for commercial properties, 10 plus units or 5 plus units. So when you're looking at investment opportunities, because obviously this is going to decrease your income, right? Potential. So to look at a potential in the area, is there an opportunity such as like property management if someone wanted to buy like a 10 unit, like a a larger size unit? There's not too many. um, There's not a lot of multi-units because... Indiana, by nature, was more farm and okay. families, right? So now with the infiltration of, um, I mean, last year we had 31,000 new residents just in northwest Indiana. Love it. Just, in, just in one year. So the economics it's, sound great, but tell us about functionality. Functionality, they're keeping up. Like, how are you, you know, we think of Chicago and the Chicago Metro or Chicago land, and right. we have suburbs that are all the way out. Let's just say, for example, Naperville, Orland Park. Yep. Uh, Schaumburg, the opposite way. These are like 45-minute drives to get to the downtown. Same thing. So for me, from where we are sitting to get to Crown Point, how long? It's about an hour. Like, perfect example, my doctor's here at Northwestern, right in Erie. I left Thursday morning at 8.05. I was in the parking lot at 9.02. School districts, school systems. What are those are those amazing. Munster's um, swim team has been undefeated for like 30 years, and most of those girls go to the Olympics. Wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And that's what a lot of people come to me for. The two questions I get, or three questions I get is shopping, you know, entertainment, food, um, schools, and the funny thing is diversity. A lot of people have this thing, especially my, my fellow Chicagoans, is like, what is it like out there? Because when you grow up in Chicago and even the suburbs, you're used to seeing everyone to everyone. I mean, that's the beauty of Chicago, right? We have all this great right. food and all these great restaurants. Right. But there's so, Northwest Indiana is so diverse. There's so many Italians and Greeks and Serbians and Polish and Nigerians. And I mean, you there's see everyone no Al- with there's everyone. There's no Albanians, Sheila. <laughs> you're <laughs> no, going to start your own community. No, they no, are. No, no, no. of us are out there. No, no. Yes, <laughs> they <laughs> are. Trust me, when there's land. <laughs> But there's I've opportunity. Seen people there. I've seen them. Okay. <laughs> so that's the other thing too. And um, like our neighborhoods, it's really nice, very family oriented. 
Um, so not only with the property taxes, but we don't pay tax on groceries. That's good. Exactly. Yes. I know a lot of people who go over there. Just oh, I know. That. They go shopping. Or their cigarettes, right? Sorry. Yeah, the cigarettes, <laughs> the liquor. Nick used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really know? Nick, quit. Stop it. Gas yeah. prices. Gas prices. Yeah. Affordability is so much it's better. So, and that's what and it's such close proximity. For. Why not, right? Right. I mean, you're you're downtown and then uh, the South Shore Line. Mm-hmm. So the South Shore Line, if you're looking closer to the lake, so the St. John Crown Point, we're not in that lake cusp, so we don't get the snow mm-hmm. like people in Valpo and Chesterton and Munster would do. Um, but the South Shore Line goes right there. One of my clients, she works right down here on Michigan Avenue. She just jumps to shore, South Shore Line. I mean, goes right down to Millennium Park. I love it. So you're still commuting, you know. It's great. I mean, I used to make fun of my friend because like, you should move over here because it's so affordable. He works at Telemundo, but he would go. The, he, he's always from there. I'm like, how do you commute? Your commute's got to be brutal. When no, I, was in the I, heard the train, I heard the train thing isn't any different from being in Orland Park. Right. Yeah. I heard about this Crown Point thing while back. Four years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, a lot of younger people that work in the city yeah. are training up to Crown Point, living in Indiana at half the price of what it would cost to live in the city. Not to mention they're in the 5,000 square foot home. Yeah. Well, see, let me ask you that then, because we did hear about this like four years ago. So are the prices now escalated? Oh, it's, it's already. It, yeah. it's, so it's, but it's I've not. I've seen it's, it's going up. Um, and of course, it's it's crazy hot. I mean, everything's being sold in one day, 13 offers. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a lot it's, of demand. Yeah, a lot of demand. And a new report came out saying that Munster, Highland, and Griffith are now um, ranked as the top towns in the Midwest that retirees are seeking. Okay. Which is really interesting oh. because a lot of people, well, when their their kids go yeah. off to college. And they're on a fixed income. And so they're it's on a easier. fixed income. Yeah. So, perfect example I'm selling this house in Hammond, South Hammond, which is right by Purdue. The property taxes. Hey. The property taxes, the house is purchased 189 The property taxes are 755 for the year. <laughs> and you're talking a gut rehab, four bedroom, two and a half bath, oh. one car garage, fencing yard. <clears throat> Don't do it. I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> not going to let you do it. I am from fine. Illinois, and I'm keeping my. I know m- my pride hard. is here. I don't care how bankrupt we are. <laughs> I am an Illinois resident for life. You can always still cross the state line. I'm going to stay here and ride this out so I can buy the whole right. state. <laughs> buy the whole state in distress. <laughs> <laughs> the whole state's bankrupt. Didn't you do that before? <laughs> Bought the whole state? No, I tried. No. It didn't work. It didn't work. This <laughs> is a nerd. Touch a little bit about, um, I know you're in contact with a lot of new developers. Yes. With the new construction. New construction, And the fact yes. that you can get, you know, 3,000 plus square foot home out in Indiana. Yeah. Call it peanuts compared to what we're paying in our suburbs out here and our tax brackets out here. So talk about all the development that's going on. Development right now, it's really hot uh, closer to the highways. So anything like Crown Point, um, because we're close to 394. And um, depending on where you are in Crown Point, you can jump on 65 to um, 8094. And then like by Dyer, but Dyer's already been kind of like sold out. And St. John is, you know, St. John's right a little north of Crown Point. So you can easily jump on 394 to 294, which is what I do. Um, they, we already have, they said 550 new constructions just in St. John alone wow. 
by second quarter. Wow. I love it. There's what's the eight new subdivisions? So what's the opportunity there? What's the median price if someone were to look and say, okay, let me consider this option? I mean, you can get a really, really nice home for like two hundred and ten thousand. Like a four bedroom, three bath, three bedroom, two and a half. Okay, so yeah, that's kind of like a the two and a halfs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at the base price, with a decent-sized yard, I mean, maybe a quarter of an acre, you know? Right. And then also, the HOAs are really low. Okay. The HOAs are like 300 for the year. It's awesome. What does that yeah. cover? I mean, because it's a new development, so it's just mostly... Like scavenger yeah. for the subdivision for 300 Yeah, because that's, the, uh, that's just to own stuff. it, yeah. Right. And do do they have like a, a pool? And stuff like that. Do they have a Everybody house? has a pool, I swear. Oh. Yeah, one of the pool companies we call, because we're trying to get one, it's a two-year wait list. What? Wow. Are you serious? Yes. Nick, you would die. <laughs> Look at his face. I, I, side I don't wait for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's giving it's people side hustle. Don't though. say that to Nick. He'll start a pool company. Yeah. Wait, let me call my family, actually. It's it's great opportunity with all the influx of families and people moving there all these businesses and um, indiana's second in the na- uh, nation for the lowest corporate tax so if you're entrepreneurs people are, have the ability to start their own businesses and cater to like the kids and everything else. that's awesome yeah. so you heard it on market overdrive i don't want to say we you heard it first here because it's all news but you heard it from our sheena hey. and if you need more information <laughs> about this or get more information about the area the median price if you're looking to relocate and save money especially for you i don't know baby boomers who are on a fixed income right this is like the lifestyle yeah so where do people just get a hold of you quality of life and quality save some of more life. money exactly yeah retired maybe we send Nick out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pick on Nick Day. Oh, no. Sorry, He's pretty Nick. chill today. Better right. quality of life, like it's like the, the ghettos of Illinois. <laughs> no, I is that where you're from? My Illinois. The way she said it, the better quality of life <laughs> in Indiana. Sorry. Mm. What's happening? Is there anything going on in Gary, Indiana? I'm crime. <laughs> Don't say that because Casey is from Gary, so I gotta mess with him. He's like, I'm not from Gary, Indiana. He said crime point, but last year the Gary Railcast. Do not listen to him. Crime. He's not a true Michael J- Michael Jackson like fan. Jackson. And Michael Jackson came from Gary, Indiana. Best yeah. did, exactly. Best and only thing that came out. And of I know Gary, you Indiana. love him. That's why I'm like, what? <laughs> He's not knocking no. it. I, I foresee that being changed really quickly, especially with the steel mill. Yeah, so that's been there forever. Yeah, but it's producing. It's one of the top ones now in the nation because of the economy. See that? If you need to know anything about Indiana, you got to call my girl, Sheena. Call her. And speaking of, we actually have to get some contact info on you because we're about to wrap up. Let's do it. So, Miss Skyward, (laughs) how do we get a hold of you? Very simple. Skyward Realty. And if you're interested in looking for houses... In Northwest Indiana, you can go to NW Indiana Houses Online, which is Northwest Indiana Houses Online. Phone number. What do they call you if they just want to pick up the phone and call? 708-203-9133. There you have it. Love It's a direct connect to me, and I will tell you everything. About Indiana. You're an (laughs) Indiana spy. I don't know if we can have you back here again. I feel like, you know, you know what? He's jealous because he overpaid for his stuff. She still has her office here. What are you talking about? I know. She's like a sellout, though. (laughs) No, I'm sneaking people by night. I love you, Sheena. That's awesome. You're an Indiana mole. You're like in here, like taking all the good Chicagoans out. But you know what I love about you on a personal level is that you like relaunch yourself, right? And you like literally, and I love this Skyward because that's truly what you are. Like just starting and going through like a, you know, kind of a negative period or whatever. But now you're like, you're doing it. You believe in it. I love that. I'm so happy for you. And I'm just kind of curious how many women actually own their own brokerage? Hey, we should do those numbers. Nick, there's there's quite a few. (laughs) Nick has the the stats on everything. Franchise. 
Ooh, okay, that's, okay, okay. that's the difference. A right. franchise. I love uh, it. Know, yes, baby. own it. See? Right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't let the boys. Well, let's not forget let's the segment was brought to you by Trust One. Yes. And we want to thank Trust <laughs> One. Trust One is our sponsor? Trust One title is sponsoring this segment, so we want to make sure that... <laughs> that recognition goes off for Sheena. Shout out to Trust One. We appreciate you and your guests. Get up here. Trust One promoting Indiana. <laughs> promoting Indiana just to upset, but this is my girl, Georgette. We're doing great things, George. They can't even see you right here. Look at that. I'm going to move the screen. camera yeah, for you. What are, we, what are we doing here? Hey, How are we doing hello. this? How are we doing this? Are we doing? Trust one title. <laughs> Trust one title. Can we make an announcement? We're hosting a yoga, Mother's Day yoga event with at your studio. Yes, at Darshan Center. If you want a yoga with your child for Mother's Day, it's Mexican Mother's Day, and please come visit us with Carlamina and a whole bunch of real estate professionals. Learn how to invest in your health and in your wealth. Love her. Awesome. See, women in power, doing things, doing big things. I love Georgia. And Trust One, it's a great company. Um, they're really in the community making uh, everybody's dreams come true. So reach out to Georgette if you have any questions. Health and wealth all located right here in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch this episode of Market Overdrive this episode of Market Overdrive and every episode of Market Overdrive by going to our website marketoverdrive.com or Facebook forward slash Market Overdrive as well as jump on YouTube, go to Twitter or Instagram and you will see full episodes as well as some snippets and tidbits um, of every show. That's a wrap. We'll see you next Thursday at 5.30 right back here.